stack up one and a half Empire State Buildings and then uh, the George Washington Monument on top of that. And it gives you a sense of how long the drill string was that was, that was suspended from the drill rig here. Lake Elgagikin was created when a meteorite slammed into Earth and blew out a crater as wide as Staten Island. Gradually, over the next 3.6 million years, the crater's basin filled in with layers of sediment mixed with dust, pollen, pond scum, seeds, pine needles, volcanic ash, all kinds of materials generated by hot and cold climates. Lake E, as everyone calls it, has a treasure trove of material as high as the Empire State Building that tells the story of climate change in the Arctic. Because we're coring and we're drilling in one spot, we're going to get a a vertical sample straight down through this sequence. And so we go through the sediments that have accumulated in the last three and a half million years. And the study of the climate history of the Arctic is really from that sediment. Is that right? Yes. It's, yes. It's the sediment that is really going to give us an idea of what was going on when things were colder, when things were warmer. That's right. How does that work? Well, it, one of the really intriguing things for me is that this impact hit and created the basin at 3.6 million years ago. That's, this is a period called the Middle Pliocene, and it was really a different environment. We've learned a tremendous amount that, in fact, during this period, the Earth was naturally much, much warmer than today. This landscape is tundra and ice today, but if we were here at the time of the impact, we would have seen forests everywhere. Certainly, we probably the Greenland ice sheet on the other side of the Arctic didn't exist at this time. Um, there was no sea ice, even in perhaps even in winter. Um, no sea ice. No sea ice, even and perhaps even in winter. We're not. It's not completely sure about that. But there may have been completely ice-free Arctic Ocean every summer. Here we are worrying about it happening now. But back in the Pliocene, that may have been a normal operation. So the world was was generally quite much warmer than today and we still don't understand why we went from that warm forested arctic into an arctic that's like what we have today we don't really understand what started that process and that's why brigham gritty and her team are here high above the arctic circle they're hoping that the sediment core their massive drill is pulling out will give them some clues about how and why the arctic has cycled back and forth between very warm and very cold periods but first, there's the matter of getting off the icy lake before it melts under the heavy equipment and bulldozers. Uh, can I ask you a little bit about what is right here on the ground? We talked a little bit about it, but you know, I'm noticing water and everybody is talking about how it's really bad to have water on top of ice here. That could mean a couple of things, none of them very good. Yeah, well, I, I trust we're fine in terms of the ice thickness. The ice should be about, again, eight feet thick here today. In the last two days, we've had some incredible warm weather. And well, some of the women over uh, uh, behind us have just measured the ice, and it's about six feet. Yes, yes. So um, the uh, the because we had some warm days, and we've got a lot of this uh, bentonite drilling mud on the surface. It's absorbing heat. Uh, anything dark on the surface will start to absorb heat and that's going to make the water around it start to melt. So I think what we're seeing is just a little bit of the surface melt coming through. I, I did, just to be sure, poke my uh, ice chipper around in these wet spots just to make sure there weren't any holes down there and to make sure those holes weren't, weren't any deeper than 
the top of my boot. Oh, good, um, because you and me and the engineer, Jared, are both standing right in the middle of the water. Yeah, so yeah. that's yes. good. We're not going to sink. So, no, no, we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> but this is uh, kind of a normal reaction. And one of the reasons we're out here today is because of this warm weather, we're thinking that today will probably be our, uh, should be our last day out here on the ice as we start to pack up. Melting and freezing over is an ongoing story all over the Arctic, and it's those cycles that Brigham Gretty is working to understand. And so those are the kind of changes that we can see over time, how fast did they happen, how warm did it get, how cool did it get over time, and then try to map that with global climate models and relate it to other areas. If you could fly straight east from Lake E, you would fly across the Bering Sea to Alaska and onto the Yukon. Geologists refer to the whole expanse as Beringia and talk about a time when there was a land bridge linking the two continents.